You're listening to the Douglas Jacoby Podcast. Here we bring you some of the material found on Douglas's website in podcast form. We hope that as you listen, you're challenged to think about faith. Today, Douglas continues his series, 40 Days with James. Now looking at, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. For more on this episode, follow the link in the show notes to Douglas's website. Now here's today's teaching. Reflection 26, which takes its name from James 4.10, is simply called Humble Yourself in the Sight of the Lord. Today, we won't be talking so much about the time of James or history or politics. It'll be a bit more devotional. I thought I'd begin uh, just simply reading uh, James chapter 4 in a version called God's Word. That is, we'll read up to verse 10. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Aren't they caused by the selfish desires that fight to control you? You want what you don't have, so you commit murder. You're determined to have things, but you can't get what you want. You quarrel and fight. You don't have the things you want because you don't pray for them. When you pray for things, you don't get them because you want them for the wrong reason, for your own pleasure. You unfaithful people. Don't you know that love for this evil world is hatred toward God? Whoever wants to be a friend of this world is an enemy of God. Do you think this passage means nothing? It says the spirit that lives in us wants us to be his own. But God shows us even more kindness. Scripture says God opposes arrogant people, but he is kind to humble people. So place yourselves under God's authority. Resist the devil and he will run away from you. Come close to God, and He will come close to you. Clean up your lives, you sinners, and clear your minds, you doubters. Be miserable, mourn and cry. Turn your laughter into mourning and your joy into gloom. Humble yourselves in the Lord's presence, and then He will give you a high position. Well, it's a wonderful passage, and it doesn't allow us to be just academic or to speak nebulously about our sin. An emotional response to God's word and to God's holiness is definitely in order. Let's read our text, which is James 4, 9 and 10. Grieve, mourn, and well. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. You know, there's a beatitude, and I've been preaching on the beatitudes lately. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And it's interesting that... In the early church, that passage is often interpreted as mourning for one's sins. Of course, there are lots of ways we mourn. There are so many losses we can mourn. It's hardly limited to simply missing someone, a dear one who's died, not to minimize that. But the early church, interestingly, interpreted this as mourning for our sins. I mean, often we don't even talk about our sins. Do you have people in your life? Do you have friends who even ask you how you're doing? And mourning and wailing here, which is quite loud, <laughs> I, I, I will confess I'm not sure I've ever wailed for my sin. I've grieved, I've cried, but wailing, wow. Mourning and wailing are signs of repentance, but they're not substitutes for it. You know, some some people frequently confess their sin, but It's part of the ritual, which is part of the cycle. And just 
talking is not what God's looking for. God's looking for change. Mourning and wailing are signs of repentance, but they're not substitutes for it. And then, encouragingly, God will lift us up. The way up is the way down. Uh, it's like that passage in James 1. You know, the rich should understand their low position and the poor should understand their high position. The Bible is full of inversions and reversals uh, from Genesis to Revelation. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. And there are similar passages in both Testaments. And I've written um, some of those in the notes that accompany. Today, let's take that passage to heart. Let's be humble. As the psalmist said, I confess my iniquity. I am troubled by my sin, Psalm 38, 18. And the Psalms are, of course, the hymn book and the prayer book of the early church. And we can use that material, and, and we should in our own day. I like the way E.M. Um, e. Bounds put it, and also A.W. Tozer. I've got a couple quotes for you before we pray. Bounds said, Prayer makes godly persons and puts within them the mind of Christ, the mind of humility, of self-surrender, of service, of pity, and of prayer. If we really pray, we will become more like God, or else we will quit praying. Challenging words from E.M. Bounds, who lived 1835 to 1913, and now from Tozer, who... Uh, lived 1897 to 1963. Uh, he's written a lot of great stuff on worship. The neglected heart will soon be a heart overrun with worldly thoughts. The neglected life will soon become a moral chaos. The church that is not jealously protected by mighty intercession and sacrificial labors will before long become the abode of every evil bird and the hiding place for unsuspected corruption. The creeping wilderness will soon take over that church that trusts in its own strength and forgets to watch and pray. Very good thoughts. And last, I'd like to read, and actually I'll be praying, something called the Litany of Humility. Now, this is included in one of my books, which is called Amen, Collected Prayers and Hymns for the Journey, um, uh, 2022. The Litany of Humility. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being extolled, of being honored, of being praised, of being preferred to others, of being consulted, of being approved, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being humiliated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being despised, of being rebuked, of being neglected, of being forgotten, of being ridiculed, of being wrong, of being suspected, of being injured, deliver me, Jesus, that others may be esteemed more than I. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be chosen and I set aside, that others may be praised and I unnoticed, that others be holier than I, provided 
that I may become as holy as I should. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. Amen. What a great prayer. Let's humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord, knowing that he will lift us up. Our next reflection is called Only One Judge. We'll be talking about slander and judgment and words that hurt in James 4, 11 and 12. Thank you for being part of this series. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed Douglas's teaching on 40 Days with James. For additional notes and resources, be sure to check out Douglas's website in the show notes. The website has hundreds of articles, podcasts, and videos for you to access for free. You can also become a premium subscriber and gain access to thousands of online resources from Douglas's teaching ministry. Thanks again for listening.